everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. Hi, I'm Charles. What's up? We're doing Pecker today from 1998. Charles, this is your pick. It is. John Waters. Yay! Why? <laughs> why? I like this movie, but I just want to know why, because I haven't actually seen it. I've just seen clips, so I don't really have any stories well, on it. I've noticed a trend in that the movies that you've been discussing lately have been very heavy. And so I have they? I mean, because you've done what, like a Clockwork Orange and, oh, yeah. you know, like, you know, and like, you know, Cursed, which was, <laughs> oh, that was just, so fucking heavy. It was, it, it was, it was just, <laughs> it was, it was just futuristic. Um, and so I thought that we could, um, I know we discussed a crying game, but I thought that we could lighten the mood a bit and just do something really just like light and fluffy and stupid. So, like, as I wrote on my Instagram earlier from my nine and a half weeks uh, picture, somebody wrote Mickey Rourke had no business being that hot. And I wrote, like, mentally, I'm still in front of that refrigerator, like <laughs> the open refrigerator, like sitting on the floor with him. I was like, so in my obsession, I've now been begun to like dig deep into the life of Mickey Rourke, and it's pretty horrifying. Oh, really? Um, It's organized crime. It's a lot. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, like, I'm listening to a podcast and, like, all these different, like, things that have supposedly happened or whatever. So, yeah, it's it's quite a lot. So I'm excited to kind of escape into John Waters' world because I like John Waters' world. Yeah, I do, too. And I don't know if we've done a movie yet. Crybaby is on the list, but Crybaby is way more, like, more Waters-y than this. Yeah, the, for a John Waters movie, this is, like, heavily toned down. Yeah, <laughs> like, it looks very, um, like, this had to pass some type of censor. Yeah, I mean... So they couldn't do as much as I mean, would. if it, I mean, like, the true vintage John Waters is, like, the movies from, like, the 70s. You know, Pink Flamingos, Female Trouble, Desperate Living. Um, <laughs> you know, like, you know, um, my uh, personal favorite is Polyester, the movie with Divine as the housewife named Francine Fishpaw who slowly goes insane, but at the same time has a really powerful sense of smell. So <laughs> I have not seen that. There's so many there's so many John Waters movies that are on my list to watch. Um that's definitely one of them. And <laughs> um so and um, let us not forget the glory that is serial mom where we have yeah where we have kathleen turner calling up mink soul and saying is this the cocksucker residence you know, <laughs> I like, know. god damn you way. stop calling here isn't this four two one five pussy way <laughs> bitch let me check that zip code two one two fuck you <laughs> oh my god there's there are actually a lot i wonder if a lot of people have seen uh a john waters movie i mean yeah well I think so by now, right? I mean, well, I, I, I guess Hairspray would probably be his most famous movie. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, for the general, for, like, most people to have seen. Yeah. And the Simpsons episode where he played the gay man that oh. Homer ran across. <laughs> that was probably one of the best. Of where course. he was, like, super homophobic. Yeah. yeah. Homer was. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Um, no, but I... Well, like like John Waters, just because the more I'm learning about Hollywood, I, I, I just really respect he was basically able to tell these stories basically outside the whole system yeah um that he basically just had this like group of friends you know who were mostly like women and gay men who he was like hey do you guys want to 
make a movie and they're like sure <laughs> yeah that's kind of how i see like christopher guest yeah yeah he's also managed to have like this core group and just like do what he wants to do you know and like um, they'll always do something with him yeah and, and i mean i mean these people are like not household names but like you know for john waters fans they're like legends you know like divine edith massey you know um you know like Nick soul you know they're just they're just they're just oh my god they're like gods so did we see another movie with Mink Stoll? I don't remember. She, um, you know, I don't. Um, I it may not be true now, but I think she was exclusively doing like John Waters movies for a while. So oh, I, I don't. Okay. I don't know if she has ever branched out. Um, and I, I think. Wonder. And I think that Divine, the drag queen, was like the same way. Um, yeah, I definitely think Divine only worked with. Yeah. Let me see. I'm looking now to see if there was something that I may have seen. Maybe I saw her in something else. Um, there is also a famous clip from S- Serial Mom where, um, you know, Kathy Turner, a very, you know, well-respected actress. And in the middle of a, middle of court, Mink says, you know, you know, Kathy Turner asks Mink Stoll, Miss Hinkle, are you insane? In the middle of court, Mink Stoll says, no, I'm not, you motherfucker. <laughs> I also know what it is. Uh, she's in But I'm a Cheerleader. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> That's what I just did. I was going to say, I know Mink Stoll's in something else that I've seen. Also in a Rocky movie called Splendor, which we have oh, to do with wow. uh, Kathleen Turner. And not Kathleen Turner, uh, Kathleen Robertson. I'm sorry, and uh, Jonathan Sheck, and I forgot the other guy. Oh, who's in it? That's really good. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Wait, so when's the first time you saw this? Um, I, w- I would have probably been in high school, maybe like ninth, tenth grade. Um, it was this was around the time when like I I kind of um hijacked my parents like you know v- v- video store card. <laughs> and um you know i like told people that they, they got me my own account but that wasn't true because you had to be over 18 so i was like i'm taking yours i'm not giving it back so um <laughs> so like my whole routine was i used to like to go to the movie store on like thursday night because if you went on friday then all the good stuff was gone so yeah. um you had to go on thursday and that's all there is to it and um you know and um if you went to hollywood video then the prices were extremely reasonable 199 for five days and so i just like buy like as buy at least like rent at least like three to four to five six movies at at a time wow yeah and um this like somehow ended up in the i i and like I didn't really get the humor at the time that I watched it. I, I like really liked it, but I didn't really understand it. And mm-hmm. then um, I, I just I watched it again, like a few, like you know, like like ten years later, and I thought it was hilarious. It's so, so funny. It's, it's it's great. Like I mean, it has a great cast. I like you know the story is just like so bananas. <laughs> it's just and like the writing is just so well done, and like I, I just love the characters. So I love Eddie. Like, can, first of all, it's Eddie Furlong who's the lead here, who plays Pecker, and Christina Ricci. Like, literally the two most perfect people. Yeah, from the <laughs> mid to late nineties. Uh, speaking of Christina Ricci, I I love that there was like we were just talking about this on text. That I love that there was kind of this group of nineties heartthrobs that was like the brunettes, and it was like Eddie Furlong, Josh Hartnett, Brad Renfro. 
Um, it, it was all the guy like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm. It was like all of the guys that weren't like the Leos and weren't like those kind yeah. of like jockey type guys. Like not the Ryan Phillippe, not the Paul Walkers, like not those. It was like the brunettes who always played the kind of like bad boy. Mm-hmm. They were always kind of like the subversive ones, which was really weird when you think about it. Yeah, um, I um I, I think that Brendan Sexton Jr.'s performance in this movie was sort of the gateway drug to Josh Hartnett. You know that. Yeah, I think like, so. You know that. It, you know that that be that became the faculty. So <laughs> that became like Trip Fontaine <laughs> yeah. and like um yeah the faculty uh, Hollywood uh Halloween H two O yeah um like uh, Pearl Harbor <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, yeah, the the renaissance that was Josh Hartnett. I definitely think Brendan Sexton, uh, I just did Welcome to the Dollhouse. Um, so, like, he always plays the same character. Like, mm-hmm. he is always the asshole friend at Empire Records. He's, like, kind of the asshole outsider Warren. Yeah. Um, so he was, like, really super typecast. He's also in Boys Don't Cry in a very upsetting role. He's uh, he's also a, in Welcome to the Dollhouse in a very upsetting role. Very <laughs> upsetting role, like, constantly threatening sexual assault um, to poor little Heather Montarazzo. Um, yeah, but in this movie, he's, like, still a cr- criminal, but he's got some depth, you know? Yeah, like, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, and I love how he has to resort to, like, stripping, and he's like, Pecker, you ruined my career! <laughs> <laughs> It's really funny. I also want to be Martha Plimpton, I think, is an angel. She used to date oh River Phoenix. Yeah. She's an incredible actress. She's also in this amazing HBO series called uh How to Make It in America. Oh, really? Um, she's so funny. She's like this girl's boss and she's just fucking hilarious. I love her and I love her as Tina. I want to be Tina, but oh I'm probably God. more of a little Chrissy. <laughs> I think I'm more of like a little Chrissy at heart. <laughs> Let's let's hear it for Larry the Lughead. <laughs> Larry's 21 years old, heterosexual, uncut, on probation, and currently making his living as a burglar. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she's so good. Like, I love it. I love it so much. Like, she's literally she, the best MC. <laughs> I know. It's so good. Um, and um, I also just like love his parents too. They just seem like such normal, like you know, lovely people. Um, I know Pecker's mom is Mary Kay Place, aka Sharon Chersky's mom from uh, My So Called Life. And then we also oh. have the Child Protection Agency, who's Angela Chase's mom. Oh, Patty, her, her. Patty Chase. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Upon Patty. my secondary rewatch of My So Called Life, Patty in certain areas was awful, but her progression definitely got less annoying. I yeah, I mean, I think that I think as she was horrible in some scenes, but I think it was very realistic. Yeah, um, it, and and then especially once you got to the the moment of Rayanne ODing and like yes. that episode really turned the corner for me. For yes. her. I was like, because she honestly had been. You found out that she'd been through it. She also had a friend that she had a friend that died, so she was coming at it from like a totally different perspective. And to be young at that age, so I was like, okay, Patty, I I get it. Like, I, I'm yes. I'm starting to get you now. You actually have her best interest at heart. You're not being difficult for no reason. Also, that that Christmas episode it will like really hit hit me hard. Like, oh my god! Every time, yeah, every time I yeah. see it, every Ricky's story is still one of the most riveting stories mm-hmm. I think ever. And the fact that it was even done at that time was just so good. 
Yeah. I'm just like, oh, God, I fucking love that show. It's on Patreon, by the way. Let's sneak in a little plug for Patreon. We did every single My So Cult Life episode over there. So there are like 80 bonus episodes up there. It's five bucks a month. It's so fucking cheap. So yeah, we're doing lots of documentaries. We're actually going to record the first episode of Six Feet Under Yay! Um, tomorrow. So that's going to be on Patreon soon, next week. We just put nine and a half weeks up. So if you want to listen to it now instead of waiting till Christmas time then join it but otherwise it'll be up on the main feed in like a month or so yeah i kind of want to watch the sequel because it has mickey rourke in it nine and a half weeks oh i mean that's a i mean it's a it's a movie that's out there i mean what it was it in the 80s or was it in the 90s i thought i saw that came out in 97 Oh, that late? I think so, yeah. But I mean, oh, it was like quite a while I after the. I think this is where '80s Mickey Rourke was still recognizable as an '80s Mickey Rourke, like oh, okay. um, like like, but before he um had like the plastic surgery that. Oh well, yeah, that he had like that crazy boxing. Went back into boxing. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah, I think he like got hit up. What a fucking shame. I mean, I'm I'm just saying, even after the surgery, I'm like, make it work. Make it work. <laughs> so. I mean, yeah, it's a it's quite a checkered past. He leaves. He he uh, leads his life. If you want to, uh, you know, dive into it, but he was very good in nine and a half weeks. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I was just like, okay, let's see what else is going on. Honey, uh, cough syrup, and all. Oh, minus the olives. Oh God, not into the olives. Uh, um, at, at, at that point, I'm just like, oh, okay, safe word. Like, can we just we can we just like reset? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, red. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Uh, not doing any fucking olives. Get I, as soon as it got near my nose, I would have jumped. I would have been like, ew. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, olives. No. To like to like quote Eric from True Blood. There are favors, and then there are favors. <laughs> God, fucking Eric! Don't even get me started on Alexander Skarsgård. I love him so much. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> um, but speaking of Edward Furlong, I am actually really bummed out because he had like a rough patch for a while. And the biggest thing that I learned about him is that he was dating Abby from Dawson's Creek for quite a while. Oh, really? which I thought was pretty amazing. Um, he, yeah, he has a. I think a son and he was married for a little while, but I think he had like some substance abuse problems and things like that. So I think he was kind of away for a while. He had some legal troubles, but now I see on IMDb that he does have four things upcoming. Oh, cool. So I hope that he, yeah, the last thing it says that he did, well, he didn't do it, but it says that he was referenced in the Terminator dark fate movie from 2019. But the last thing it says he was in was the reunion, and he played someone called Skip. It was in 2017. Oh, cool. So I hope that he comes back because he's such a fucking sick actor. And he was one of those, like, Terminator 2 obviously was, like, his big kind of breakout. He was in Detroit Rock City. Mm -hmm. He was in American History X, a famous film that we definitely have. It was in the same year this came out, 98. We definitely have to do that on the podcast, which I know I haven't done it yet, but I think it's just because it's super heavy, but it's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, Edward Norton was robbed for that Oscar. 
Oh God, that, like, that, uh, I mean, can we just be honest and say, um, so was Martha Plimpton for this movie? Yes. <laughs> How she? I mean, for me, she was my standout. Oh my God, she was she was so she, good. She was so good. <laughs> Everything she said was so good, and I feel like she kind of plays the same character. And you know, like in a lot of movies, <laughs> this this year, like in like Oscars history, genuinely and genuinely makes me like so mad. Because this was okay. Your... Yeah, wait, let's move on to behind the scenes. Okay. So yeah, wait. Before we, what what was Oscar year this year? So this is the year that Shakespeare in Love won for Best Picture, and which I just found out that when like when Nona was up for that role and Gwyneth like stole the script from her house. I mean, I guess you have you got to do what you have to do. <laughs> I mean... Thank God Winona dodged that bullet, because no. Yeah. Like, um. No. And um, no, I, I I thought I um heard on some podcast, some like um Hollywood gossip podcast that you've turned me on to, damn you. Um, that like um apparently it's dirty. <laughs> don't um... I don't like anyone now, <laughs> except for Keanu Reeves. Do not disappoint me, man. That apparently this is the year that like the wine scenes were like heavily involved in like campaigning and like basically. Oh. Like doing all these like backdoor deals that somehow result in Shakespeare in Love winning for Best Picture over Saving Private Ryan. So, um, really you know. over Saving Private Ryan. I mean, yeah, and I'm not like the biggest Spielberg fan either because I mean I've heard, I've heard he's just as m- m- much of a monster. So you know, is he? oh oh yeah, I, I mean I, I imagine he's like you know, like I I I, I, I don't know. Behind the scenes, Spielberg is like someone who I find to be very frightening. <laughs> so, oh wow! Yeah, I feel like I'm more, I'm less freaked out than I probably should be with Tarantino because I feel like it would be fun to do a movie with him. I mean, I, I mean, I like the experience. I mean, I, I like to do, I like the experience with Tarantino, but not with Steven Spielberg. It would just feel like a lot of like, you know, like oh god. Yeah. Like, he seems like a bit of a perfectionist. Yeah, that's what I thought. And yeah, which, I mean, I guess a lot of directors are. But. I don't know. And all, all that stuff that went on with, like, the tour for West Side Story kind of turned me Oh, off that's him. right. I forgot. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, I don't know. I just, I just don't think he's... I, I just don't really like him. But, anyway. Behind the scenes, what did you get? Did you dig so up any stuff? I, I don't have a lot of behind the scenes stuff by which i mean um i looked at rotten tomatoes and that's about it <laughs> so, oh okay yeah what was your rotten tomatoes so um critics gave this movie 52 percent really and yeah and it has an audience score of 64 percent which i can see being you know scores that people would would give um grandies would probably be un- uneducated people who don't know what good you know, entertainment is, but you know, I think I can see how they could arrive at those numbers supposedly. So. Wow. Okay. That's um, kind of crazy. It's yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I, I, I can understand why if John Waters isn't everyone's favorite person, but. I think he's funny. I, I, I too. And, you know, <laughs> even I, when he has interviews and he goes, like, he was on a few podcasts during the pandemic because I would see him, like, Zoom and he'd yeah. be on, like, talk shows and stuff like that. And he was just so, he's always just really funny. Yeah. Like, he's always yeah. just really fun to, seems like he'd be fun to be around. I, I, I've heard that he's, um, I think he's, like, sort of been out of the directing game for a while because he's, like, also works as an, as an artist. 
And I think like he um, had like a one man show on Broadway for a, a while. Oh, cool! And I think that he also wrote a couple of books. And there's one I'm sort of interested in called Carsick, where he basically hitchhikes across the country. Um, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's cool. So it, it just kind of seems like he's a jack of all trades. And um, I've heard rumors that he might be coming back to the movies, which would be really cool. Yeah, that would be cool. It's been a while. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. Cool. That's all you got? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I have a few more. So the budget of this was $6 million, which is not nothing, but it only made $2.3 million, So it's one of those sleepers. I remember the ads when this came out. This This movie also reminds me of like the opposite of sex, which Ooh, also oh, has... Yes. Christina Ricci, which we did a long time ago. It's really fucking funny. It's like, it's like there was a whole chunk of time in like the 90s, probably mid to late 90s, where like dark comedies were a big thing. Yeah. So, like, this is one, uh, Welcome to the Dollhouse, uh, just the other one that I just mentioned, The Opposite of Sex, like, But I'm a Cheerleader. Didn't, like, didn't those clay, kind of movies. Didn't movies like Clay Pigeons come out around this time, too? Yep, that was 98. What okay. Joaquin okay. Phoenix, uh, Vince Vaughn, Janine Garofalo, that is on the list to do, too. Um, but yeah, there was kind of like a, a new market for that, for like indie films that were dark but funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely John Waters. It, I mean, his stuff is usually like way more over the top. Yeah. So this was one of those things that like this is kind of a good movie to show someone if they've never seen any of his movies. Yeah. Because I feel like you may be turned off if you see like Crybaby and don't understand all the camp of it. Yeah. And then even though that like, the casting is great, but you might be kind of like, is this like what is this? This is kind of strange. But if you watch Pecker and you think it's funny, like you like some of the yeah. comedy in it, it's like a light. It's like John Waters light. Yeah. <laughs> if you really it's, like it, then you can like dig into his I'm other like, stuff. Why do they keep talking about pubic hair? <laughs> yeah, like there are some things in it that you're just like, <laughs> where he's like, pubic hair causes crime. <laughs> and they get robbed. It's because of that place down the street. It's really funny. Um, I also love that everything takes place in Baltimore too. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just like really it just adds to it since we're nearby. Um, so IMDb gave this a 6.3 out of 10. So that's pretty low too, but at least it's higher than Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Letterbox 3.3 out of 5, which is also kind of low, but mm. you know, kind of strange. Um, <laughs> this is really funny too. In an interview that came out shortly after the movie or like during the movie's release, Christina Ricci actually said that she hated Baltimore and she also hated laundromats because she had to spend <laughs> so much time in them as a kid. So I thought that was really funny. Um, so Pecker's early camera was a model of the Canonette, which was made in the 60s. Me being a photographer was super nerding out to all of the gear in this movie. So I noticed that the Vogue photographer has a Contax G2. I have a Canonette QL17, which is like a made in the 70s, a little bit later than the one that Pecker's shooting with in the beginning. But oh, I think it's cool. really cool. Um, yeah. And then when he gets that new autofocus camera, it's a Nikon N50. Oh, um, okay. I used to have an N80 a long time ago. So yeah, I thought that was that was really cool. Um, Justin Whalen was considered for the Pecker role, which was interesting too. Um, he's the lead in Jeepers Creepers, right? Uh, no, that's Justin Long. Oh, okay. Uh, Jeepers Creepers. Can we talk about that fucking movie? Oh, there are a lot of layers to that. The first one, I don't give a shit about. Oh, you mean about how the director is a convicted sex offender? 
Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. No way. Wait, who directed that movie? Um, I'm blanking on his name, but I think he's like, he's like a convicted, like, pedophile sex offender. No. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. I was just going to say that movie is very weird. Like, and, 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 and on top of that, it's also a weird movie. <laughs> well, yeah, I was gonna say that movie is very like multi-layered that I did not. And now I'm looking it up. Victor Salva. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's him. He's yeah. a convicted sex offender. What else did he do? Do you do other movies? Um, I don't know. Did he do the sequel? He did powder. Really? Like, no, it couldn't have been the same one from the nineties. He did. Wow. Oh, oh That's wow. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, he is. <gasps> oh no. He completed his parole in 92. So he was already convicted when he made Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, I think so. I thought this and powder. I thought this came out like, like after all of those movies were out. I didn't know that like that had already happened and he was getting work. Yeah. Wow. It's, I, it's like shocking, but I guess not all that unusual. <laughs> so yeah i guess we just didn't know about like it's there if you look but i guess if you didn't then wow sentenced to three years in state prison and he served 15 months wow pled guilty holy shit wow well i just meant that the movie itself was just very weird it was like young men the guy was killing oh yeah seems very like Dahmer. i i i don't know um, but yeah, when I looked back on it, I was like, God, what a fucking really strange movie. Like, yeah. Uh, and there's, um, there's, I don't know. It's it's weird because, um, it takes place in, well, like it, it takes a lot of it takes place during like the daylight when you're supposedly safe, which sort of freaks me out too. Oh yeah, that's true. But, and I was like, wait, no, you, you should be fine. <laughs> So. I, and why would you go investigate someone throwing a body down a fucking pipe? Like, let's I mean, let's come on. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's use our heads. <laughs> yeah, like, let's be real here. It is a horror movie, you know. What what do we do except for have horrible common sense during horror exactly. movies? Exactly. Yeah, so. Um, and my last note was that I watched a little video on YouTube of Siskel and Ebert essentially trashing this entire thing uh, during the 1998 like airing of their show they used to have Mm. they both gave it a a thumbs down (laughs) and they were like um this isn't shocking this is like you know like watered down although the interesting thing that they said was that it would have been better if christina ricci and edward furlong switched parts because they did not believe that edward furlong was a photographer because he was too dreamy and i was like what does that mean (laughs) Like, you can't be dreamy and also be a photographer. You have to be, like, this weirdo. You have to be this, like, you know, this, like, troll who hides in the darkness. And how would that be Christina Ricci? (laughs) Like, at all. (laughs) She's super hot. Like, how is she going to be, like, the more, like, artistic one who's, like, super serious and not be super hot? I'm sorry. I don't get it. Shelly doesn't want anything to do with photography. She has her priorities with with, with that spin and grin. Like <laughs> I hate modern photography. <laughs> I love Christina Ricci's like yelling voice, which is why I cannot wait to do Prozac Nation because it's basically her and Jessica Lang trapped in an apartment screaming at each other, chain smoking cigarettes for like two hours. It's amazing. I love it. Um, and she just really screams to her like 
full potential. Wait, have the Emmys happened? Did she lose the Emmy, or do we not know yet? Oh, um, yeah, for think, Yellow Jackets. Yeah, Did think, that already happened. I think they happened, and they both lost to um, <sighs> to uh, um, I'm blanking. Um, oh, I love her. I want. I know her she's so good. Emmy. Um, Why did she not win the Emmy? Well, because I th- I think that um I think that Shauna lost to uh lost to um Zendaya for Euphoria, right? Oh, was it lead? Yes. Oh yeah. Zendaya then, won last year too, right? Didn't yeah. she win the same thing twice in a row? And then I I, th- I think Christina Ricci lost to um I'm blanking on her name. It's uh the, the actress from Ozark. Oh, um, Julia Garner. Yes. Yeah, well, she's really good. I really like yeah. her. Oh, God. Okay, this is the thing about Zendaya winning for Euphoria. I think it's good. Euphoria was great. She only really deserved it for the second season for that one episode. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, that one, because she wasn't really in the series as much as some of the others that are in, like, almost every episode. But sometimes she's not there, and then she comes in for, like, kind of like an encapsulated episode where mm-hmm. it was at that one where she was like on the run, like running all over the city. And that was like yeah. insane. It was so good, but it was like that. I, when I saw that episode, I was like, she has the Emmy for this alone for this, like yeah, relapse and this like intense scene. But, but yeah, it sucks. They can't give it to you for like one episode in a limited series. That was just incredible. And then <laughs> a full one for, Christina Ricci in Yellow Jackets because she was like that the whole time. <laughs> like there are so many moments, but I got I can't wait for Yellow Jackets to. Good morning, Mrs. DiGennaro. <laughs> <laughs> I love her voice too. Like she just she has the same voice, and she's just she just really reminds me of when she was Shelly in this movie. She just really reminded me of the opposite of sex. Yeah, <laughs> like she was like the same kind of person, which I really love. Um, so yeah, that's all I have for behind the scenes. It's not too much because it's like an older kind of yeah. indie movie. Um, so fashion, Van Smith did the costumes. Oh, cool. What do you have for your um, fashion um, notes? Okay, so during the opening montage of Pecker pic- taking pictures, I mm-hmm. love um, when he takes a picture of the two black women on the, the Oh, bus. yeah, on the bus, yeah. The, the one on the uh, on the right is wearing this like really cool black leather jacket. And then it's I like so cool. Their outfits I, are really cool. And then I love how her friend next was wearing this like bright green, like neon, like line, like a uh, like blazer or top. It was very Babs. Have you ever seen Babs? No. Halle Berry. Oh fuck! You haven't. <laughs> no, that seems. I've I've, oh. I've I've seen the ads for. Her. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh um, my god! We have to do it because it's just <laughs> so good, and it's like the the fashion in it is amazing, but it's so fucking funny. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um, let me see. And then... Well, Van Smith basically does John Waters costuming, also. Just to, I think, literally has only done John Waters movies, okay. like Crybaby, which is probably one of the most iconic costumes. Oh, sure. It, um, he did that. Yeah, Von Smith. So that's cool. Oh um... my god, Babs is so funny. <laughs> it's like. It's like, yeah, it's like the pinnacle of like, I want to say it's like 90. What year was that? 97. Okay. I was going to say mid 90s. Yeah. Um, it's really funny. And then I love uh, when he goes to see Shelly at the spinning grant. I like r- r- really l- l- like her top. Um, yeah. I love all of her outfits. Yeah. Um, 
it like reads very like you know british you know like secret agent in training um (laughs) yeah (laughs) um, i also like that the whole vibe of of the town and how they dress is very like like late 70s early 80s but then still current but it's like a logging town yeah like it has the remnants of like thrift stores and like a few decades back but mm-hmm. still kind of modern at the same time yeah it doesn't it, it doesn't feel like baltimore it feels like in the midwest somewhere you yeah know? it feels like pennsylvania like, like yeah a pennsylvania yeah. like like a logging town like a steel mill town like a small town you know this is um not fashion related by feeling like you need to get this out of the way pecker's dad is is not unattractive oh um, yeah totally <laughs> not at all <laughs> he's actually pretty cute <laughs> Um, um, let's see. I, uh, I love Larry the Lughead. Um. Yeah, totally. Um. <laughs> no teabagging. You know the rules. <laughs> um. <laughs> She's so funny. Um, w- w- what about you? Um, um, I just have that I really like Shelly's outfit where she has, like, a blue striped shirt and a blue cardigan that kind of matches it. But that was really cool. Uh, Pecker's mom's like royal blue outfit at the dinner, like the gallery dinner oh, in yeah. New York. I like when she gives like the jacket to the homeless woman, and then the homeless man she gives him the scarf. She's like, "Don't be afraid of fashion. <laughs> Just really do it. You need a new outfit." Like I like I like her outfit. It was cool. Um, I love all of Pecker's like sweaters and yeah. like his denim jacket look. I like his brown leather jacket with the red shirt at the end, like in the voting booth. Mm-hmm. I always see that. Um, and then he also has like the khaki jacket when he's in the bar at the end. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are you going to do next? That outfit's cool. And then I love Shelly's leopard coat at the end. Oh, yeah. I think she wears a leopard coat in some other movies, too. I feel like Christina Ricci's been in leopard before. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I don't know where. Um, I also have to say there's a just like I mentioned, there's like the crop of 90s guys that are like the brunettes. There's the also the alternative for the girls so like christina ricci's one of them you know like winona Ryder, like the girls who play the like you know uh heather from um what do you call it welcome to the dollhouse like the ones who play the more subversive uh thora birch oh yeah um kind of like daria ish roles (laughs) the ones who are like really dark and kind of like sardonic and everything like it's yeah it's it's really interesting that they've always kind of made those girls have dark hair Mm mm-hmm um it's kind of interesting when they look different than they look like like they're going to be like the high school cheerleader and then they're not yeah <laughs> like at all like, it's kind of funny for the role of late 90s generic girl number three that will be you <laughs> yeah right that's a big reason why like uh kirsten dunce is always really good when she plays like bitchy people yeah. because she's always like the good girl because she's like the blonde like you know, like the angel kind of face girl, but it's always good when she's bad. Like Reese Witherspoon. I love her early work where she's in like freeway and not when she ends up being like the good girl that she got like cast into. Yeah. She got like cast into that good girl. And I like when she's bad, when she's like, you know, she just seems opposite than what you would think. So I like, I like her in that, but then she was in fear and then we all know what happened there. Yeah. Um, don't that get on, took over. Don't get on the roller coaster. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was someone on TikTok was like, I always stop it right after the roller coaster and just think that they lived halfway ever after. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that would be a good uh move because it definitely takes like a definite turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from there. Like, yeah, it's it's definitely kind of nuts. 
Um, um, can I just say that I also really liked Matt's jacket about halfway through the m- movie. Oh, um, yeah. He has some pretty cool clothes, yeah. too. Yeah, um, he definitely has pretty cool clothes. Um, oh, Pecker's uh, New York City gallery outfit was cool. It was like an olive oh, yeah, kind I, of plaid sport yeah, coat. Yeah, which like was kind of cool. That his mom picked out for him. Um, and then, like, my mom picked this out. <laughs> um, and Oh, and then I also liked... Um, like uh, what his mom was wearing toward like his final show, like sort of that sparkly blue blazer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. I, like that. I love that she owns the thrift store. Yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> it's, it's so awesome. Um, and then just like everything that Tina has, <laughs> I mean, she's like, we need a series on Tina. <laughs> I need to know more about Tina because she's just. I just love Martha Plimpton. She's I, just so good. I um, I, well, I, I I was searching for notes about fashion. I came across this quote that I just can't stop laughing at. What is um, it? And it's where Tina says, um, "Dave's a three-time loser, and he's sentenced to the chair, but he's still got a boner." Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that one too. <laughs> All of her things are so funny. Like literally all of them it's oh my God. so crazy everything that she does and everything the way that she says it i feel like <laughs> she's just yeah she's just like such a classic like i love how she just says mary all the time yeah. oh mary i'm a model <laughs> here he comes he's math the thief he's barely legal but he's got the beef <laughs> The, the kindest face you'll ever find, but if you own a store, he'll shoplift you blind. <laughs> it's so good. I'm just like, how? How is she so good? Like, she's, yeah, she's just the best. I love it. <laughs> she's so funny. I love it. Oh, we're all famous, just like the Jackson family. <laughs> don't, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> oh, God, so good. I love it. Um, okay, do you have any more fashion notes? Uh, I think that's it. Cool. Let's go on to the music. Did okay. you have any faves? Um, I'm trying to think. I like the intro song. Um, yep. Happy um, Go Lucky Me by Paul Evans. And then... Um, and then, uh, then a few minutes. I, mean, I don't know. There are more songs in this movie, um, but um, I only were working on two. And the other one was um, "Woohoo" by the Rock Teens. Yeah, me too. Which was later co- um, covered by the Five, Six, Seven, Eights and Kill Bill. Um, oh. Or it. They might have covered it before Kill Bill. I'm not really sure, but it was featured prominently in the in the volume one of Kill Bill. So like. Is that um, the is that the song that's like woohoo woohoo? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. that's the song that's like playing when um at like that uh at like that uh restaurant slash um lounge slash bar before all hell breaks loose. Oh yeah, <laughs> I need to watch. I mean, I'm sorry to actually say this publicly on a podcast, but I still need to watch Kill Bill Volume Two. Oh well, no, <laughs> that that's that's good because um there because um you can because um oh I I just let just thinking about a time when i did not know how that street ended just makes me yeah. happy you know it's just no oh. well, oh. we have to do we'll have to do a, um a double header like one and two like yeah. we'll have to do them both in one up ep- in one episode probably um, um maybe yeah. actually no we could probably do it in two because it's like two separate stories yeah i mean i mean it's like one story really 
Yeah, just put into two parts. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really liked the first one. I especially enjoyed Vivica and oh that my God. fight scene. <laughs> like, it's one of my favorites. Uh, my One of my favorite fight scenes that he's ever done. Oh, yeah, it's so cool. Is, is that sequence. I love and it in the kitchen. It's, it's just so cool because each of the fight scenes is just, like, so different from, like, the last one. It's yeah. Just, it's, it, it's just really cool. Cool. That's on my list. Um, I need to finish Children of Men Ooh. today because I started to watch it yesterday and then I was like, I'm getting sleepy. I can't fall asleep on this because it looks really fucking cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm going to finish that tonight. And I also finished episode three of season four of Game of Thrones. Ooh, cool. So I'm like, I, it's kind of slowing up a bit. Um, the story, so I'm hanging in there, but I'm not like rabidly uh, hitting next. I mean, you sort of reached a m- milestone that we you we've been craving for for a long time. <laughs> the red wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen the red wedding. I've also seen the demise of Joffrey. So ah! thank the fucking lord. Um, I think I know who did it, but I won't say it just in case there's anyone out there who has not okay. seen it and okay. don't know. But but yeah, there is a demise. <laughs> oh yeah. So for my music. I also have what you have, and my other one was um, "Don't Drop the Soap for Anyone But Me," which is a song written by John Waters, <laughs> which I believe is in the strip club. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it's it's really fun. <laughs> so that's the only one I had. Okay, so favorite scenes and lines. Oh my god! I mean, I have so many quotes written down. I do too. Um, and also, I just have notes of "I love Edward Furlong." Why is Christina Ricci the best? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, there's no free peeking at the at the Pelt Palace, Pecker. <laughs> um, well, I really love the opening m- m- montage during the credits of just him going about his business and you know, like photographing, just like what he sees around him. You know, like women on on the bus and like you know um like that man in the toupee and <laughs> that blonde woman like shaving dry shaving her legs i know um, I on like, the bus i was like oh god and that does, that does sound very baltimore though <laughs> like yeah it totally does um it, like definitely definitely does i love that shot of the woman on the bench reading the book titled fat and furious yeah, um, <laughs> I do too. That was funny. That um, was really funny. There, I like that scene. I liked that walking around um, yeah. vibe. His his photo taking is a bit excessive. I'm not a photographer that carries a camera like on my person. I mean, no, I have one always on me, but I don't carry one like in my hand all the time. Yeah, like there's some people who actually do shoot everything. So for me, it seems really excessive because then I feel like I could never do anything because I'm constantly taking photos. Yeah, and I'm not listening really. I'm just like looking, you know. But um, it's I admire it. I mean, it. I mean, it seems like so, something someone would do with a camera that they l- literally just found and, l- and are like learning how to like play with photography for like the very first time. Mm-hmm. Um, I um love the first scene with uh, Matt when they go into the grocery store and play shopping for others. Yeah, I love that too. <laughs> that just creates this massive jam of people at the at the end being like, "I didn't get this. What is this?" Um, th- you know, they so um shopping for others is when you um is when you um on um very very um like uh like uh subtly slip um items into people's carts that they did not buy so for example 
they slip this giant gourd into this woman's cart. It looks like a big dick. <laughs> it looks like the fucking sculpture in Clockwork Orange <laughs> that I just watched. Um, Stay tuned for, oh, you guys will already hear that by then. I have a dueling interview on that one, just so everybody knows that it's one of Jai's favorites, and I yeah. did not like it, but it's interesting why I did not yeah. like it. Um, and um, this game results in lots of sh- 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 shenanigans of <laughs> people at checkout saying why I, I, i'm a vegan i don't eat meat and um Ew, meat you know and this and 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 and, and, and this guy in a muscle tea um like like looking down his nose at a box of pre- preparation h and pro- loudly proclaiming there is nothing wrong with my butt <laughs> <laughs> he could have used it for the bags under his eyes <laughs> <laughs> And um and Matt turns out to be a very good friend because he uses this chaos to steal Pecker a bunch of film. Yeah, <laughs> that was like kind of awesome. I <laughs> so. was so jealous throughout this entire movie. I was like, I need to just bring my camera around and like really intrusively take photos of people, not ask, and just make a fuck ton of money. Yeah, he got a check for like seventy two thousand dollars. I know. I was like, um, <laughs> why? What are we? What are they going to do with this money? <laughs> like, just pay your friend's salary? Like that's nice but are you gonna get a studio or an apartment or something dark room i mean he seems pretty happy living with his family so i mean they're probably set you know they don't have to really work for like a while um what about you do you have any favorite scenes um well i have a few but a lot of them are <laughs> like quotes in the beginning okay. i i do really like when we see uh pecker go to meet, meet shelly at the laundromat and he starts taking photos of her and he's like oh you're so hot and she's like no i have to do all this dumb stuff i have to like fold this laundry and how can i be sexy when i know that like she has dingleberries (laughs) (laughs) and like please sir what are you doing like she's just yelling at all these things and going around she's like i just can't be hot right now and i love it he goes you're my venus de milo you know that (laughs) like i just love their relationship i think it's so cute um Um, i do um i I do love how in that same scene how she flips out on that woman who's pouring like um like uh like like coloring yeah into the washing you machine. your clothes in here <laughs> you are barred from the spinning grin for the rest of your life <laughs> so funny i love how like serious she takes it yeah like, she, it's just really funny I mean, I, I don't don't like the critics later refer to her in the movie as a as, as a stain goddess yeah they do (laughs) it's kind of perfect it's kind of great i love it um and i also love the quote honey don't say pubic in front of little chrissy (laughs) i love that um the gay strip club looks like so much fun the fudge palace um and i also love that pecker just like shoots everywhere yeah and everything i just love that he's just like so and i love that people are like i would never know about any of this stuff i think it's mad he's like i wouldn't know about any of this stuff if it wasn't for you and all of your photos like what's teabagging and he's like what's a dutch oven <laughs> funny, like, so funny i love it do you really cool. do you remember that time we were at like mike's house or at oh my god mike's dad's house and I don't know who this guy was, but he like somehow showed up and it was just like, he it was just throwing around all, all, all these terms and like our minds were like blown. We're like, whoa. Yeah. Wait, I vaguely remember this. And who was that? I don't, was it a friend of like that? 
what was it a friend of a Mike's? It was it was like a friend of a of, of a friend of a friend or something. And probably like, it always is. And and he was like, yeah. So you guys know what a blumpkin is, right? And we we're like, what? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Ew. There was another really gross one too, and it had to do with like. It, oh, uh, yeah. I can't even say it out loud. Yeah, it was really bad. It, um, was, <laughs> it was bad. It was really <laughs> gross. But it always is that kind of person. Like yeah. it's always some friend of a friend of some random that tells you all the shit that you're like didn't need to know at all. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like wait, ew. Um, I also love that Lisa from Six Feet Under is the art dealer or art gallery owner that like you know wants all of his photos and at the end tries to like make him move on him which i found really funny that she's like no it's just for the art <laughs> when christina ricci catches them at the window that was really funny i um, hate modern photography yeah yeah that's what she says that um the gallery opening is so good too and and not to mention like the chaos of the sub pit gallery when they find <laughs> out that it's like pubic hair yeah and they're all like oh my god and everything goes crazy and like everything every rule that the man who owns the sub shop like put in place just falls apart like these two people these two old people he was like no you cannot use the bathroom unless you're a paying customer as soon as everything explodes they like run to the back they run to the bathroom like it's just like really it just like turns into complete chaos like i i just love it i um i also love the scene where he goes to the pelt room to spy on the lesbian strippers yeah um, um because we had this character named T-Bone who was possibly my favorite character of all time. <laughs> and she's just like this really angry like, I, I, I guess, lesbian stripper who, like, she strips but she's really mad about it. <laughs> and, like, and, um, and you know, all, all, all these men are, like, oogling her and she's like, you think men got what women really need? Well, you're very wrong because this beef curtain stands alone. It's giving Eileen Warnos. <laughs> literally what it's giving. Also with Christina Ricci. Also a movie with Christina Ricci. I think she should have won the Oscar too. Yeah, quite honestly. No, right? I think they both should have. I mean, Charlize did, but I think Christina too. She's been robbed. Justice for Christina Ricci. Well, she was she, she even nominated something. for the opposite of sex, which I just find to be unbelievable. She's so good. Mm-hmm. Like she just really I feel like Thora Birch is that way too, that we haven't yeah. seen her as much in recent times, but back in the day, like being really young, she could really like command a movie. Like she really commanded the opposite of sex and she was so young. Yeah. I mean, she was such a, she's just such a force. I just, I love her. I think she's so cool. She's like Winona. Yeah. Winona's yeah. like really quiet, but like she can hold a movie on her own. Like, just not being over the top. She just is really like, like girl interrupted as much as Angelina obviously won the Oscar. And she was like the more like, you know, I guess subversive character. Like Winona Ryder was so good in that movie. I know. I know. Like Like, she was just as good. Like that. Yeah. That like whole movie just kind of feels like a big, like Warshack test, you know? Like, I mean, you know, just like, I mean, I mean, you know, like I mean, the person that the character that you I, I identify with most just like says a lot about you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's definitely Winona. Oh yeah, I yeah mean. for sure. This one it was Little Chrissy, <laughs> just constantly eating everywhere. They um, stole your cookies. <laughs> I, did like, I I did like that. I I also um 
I also really like when he goes to the gallery opening in New York and then they have that dinner and then you just see Shelly like sitting there and she's like, I don't want to be here. I don't like this. I need to be at my laundromat. And she's like, you know, people wait till I go out of town so they can break my rules. People are probably pissing in the dryers and like doing all this. Like, I just love that she was just really like hung up on like her rules being broken while she was gone. That was really funny. That was Um, so good. (laughs) um oh oh so i I had a quick question um so so in the normal run things if you're just like walking around taking pictures Mm -hmm. um should you like ask people before you take their picture or get something like signed in writing before you do so um because pecker Mm. didn't like do that (laughs) okay well okay first of all pecker it was a small town most people know him yeah, okay. And I guess they probably just didn't think it was going to be anything. Now, as a general rule, I don't ask if I'm on a public street. Okay. Because it's a public street. But I'm also not taking super close photo. Like, he's really, like, close to them. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't even know. Like, a, the thing is, is that a lot of photography rules, like, this is, uh, I don't know, like, this is not a, this is not a, like, information podcast, so definitely look all this up, because different states have different rules, but in general, a lot of street photography is very, like, do first, uh, ask permission later. Oh, okay. Or, like, I mean, because the thing is, is that if, depending on what you kind of want and what your goal is, if you ask someone, you're going to get a different photo, because yeah. you essentially want that spontaneity. So nowadays it's different because people have digital cameras. Mm-hmm. So it's way easier. Like if someone takes a photo of you or something and they're like, oh, I'm a street style photographer. They just give their Instagram name. And people now are like more inclined to like just want to be credited or yeah. like they want to see where their photo ends up. But back when he's dealing with film and stuff, it's also a small town. So they probably were like, oh, whatever. It's Pecker just taking photos of people. Yeah. Like not, obviously not thinking it's going to go anywhere. But then obviously once it goes somewhere, it's like a different situation. But okay. I don't know. Because technically they didn't, they couldn't sue him for that. Okay. That's why that guy robbed his house. Remember? He's like, you took my photo and like made all this money. And like, that's why I'm taken from you. Like we're even. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I mean, technically... <laughs> Unless he was in your house yeah. or like, you know, did something like on purpose, you know, or like maybe it was somewhere that was private. But if you're on the street or even, now stores are different, too, because stores can have a policy of no photography. Oh, okay. Like they can say we don't allow photography, you know, so. Yeah. But basically the street is somewhat safe. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, any cool. public areas, yeah, are somewhat safe, so. Okay. But yeah, most people just do it and then ask questions later. Now people have camera phones. So you don't even know yeah. when people are yeah. taking photos. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> it's kind of um, funny. Um, I do like when Tina says, come to Baltimore, the trade capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then when that guy is dancing on the bar and then his parents are there and they're like, oh my God. No, I think it must be at the end. And their parents are like, oh my God, you're dancing on the bar. He's like, no, that's okay. I'm trade. I get blown. (laughs) (laughs) I don't blow them. I just get blown. I'm trade. And then his parents are like, ah! Yeah, his parents are like, ah! Um, I I love it, his opening in New York when when, uh, Rory... So like com- comes to a friend like about Peck like like isn't he gorgeous? We don't ha- we don't have boys like like that cute in New York. I know. So, I was like ill. Um, 
and then um, Lisa, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and then um, there's just like this very brief interaction between Pecker and Shelly. Like when he sees that she's standing alone, he goes up to her and she, he says, "Having fun." And then Shelly says, "How could I, Pecker? These people don't go to laundromats; they go to dry cleaners." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was another good one. I like that too. Um, and then we get introduced to an art corrector named by the name of Lynn Wentworth who um, is uh, the infamous Patty Hearst, like the Patty Hearst. Uh-huh. <laughs> the is... ones who got kidnapped. Didn't she get kidnapped by that group of like uh, like socialists or something? Or like yeah, revolutionaries the, the, or something like that? The Symbionese Liberation Army. Oh, that's what they're um, called. I, th- I think she, so she was what missing. What happened? I don't, know the, I don't know the full story exactly, but I think like she was kidnapped from her apartment and um, she was held captive for like four, to, like three to like two or three months. And then I think she later, um, um, I think this was before Stockholm s- syndrome was understood very well. And so she later showed up assisting her kidnappers in robbing a bank. Um, yeah. And she was brought to, she somehow escaped and she was brought to trial. Her attorney was F. Lee Bailey. Um, oh shit and um she was like the daughter of um she was like the heiress of like a uh, newspaper i think oh um, yeah the publishing hearst yes yeah, the publishing empire yeah and um she was found guilty sentenced to i forgot how long she was sentenced to but but jimmy carter l- l- later pardoned her um oh yeah she was actually sentenced to 35 years in prison later reduced to seven so i don't oh, know okay. how long she actually served um, and, um, she, um, and what's so cool is that she got out and she's not only in this movie, but she's also in Serial Mom. <laughs> oh, wow. Is like, she? Um, there, I haven't seen that movie in so long. Um, she, she plays a juror in Serial Mom and, um, Kathleen Turner writes down on a notepad to her attorney, juror number seven is wearing white after Labor Day. And <laughs> um, then, you know, and, you know, then, um, then Kathleen Turner um, fires her attorney, acts as her own attorney, gets herself acquitted, and then um, sees, um, you know, juror n- n- number seven going to the phone going to like the phone section to make a call. And the first thing she says is that she follows her and says, you can't wear white shoes after Labor Day. And Patty Hearst says, that's not true anymore. And then Kathleen Turner says, yes, it is. And then she bashes her in the face (laughs) with the phone. And then, and then Patty Hearst says, no, please. Fashion has changed. (laughs) And then Kathleen Turner says, no, it hasn't. And then bashes her in the face again. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god i can't wait to do that movie like that one's gonna have to be like i don't even know when <laughs> i was gonna say uh october i have to do it before then though. that that has like an insane cast too it has like ricky lake yeah, it has matthew Nick, lillard it has matthew lillard it has it has like a bunch of people that I, I like recognize their face but i don't know their name necessarily um that's the one justin whalen is in oh okay okay yeah that was also considered for um pecker okay patty Hearst is also in biodome is she <laughs> apparently and cecil be demented which i haven't seen that i remember when that came out and i wanted to see it cool with um, has john waters that has steven dorf and melanie griffith oh god i love steven dorf and maggie gyllenhaal i love steven dorf oh it's on tubi cecil oh. be demented um oh god i love steven dorf i know he's, he's so sexy he's so good he was so good in blade yeah like did, i really liked um, him 
Did you ever watch um, the movie he did for with Sofia Coppola called Somewhere? No, that's on my list to watch, but it I, never um, like makes it all the way up. You know, it's it's a movie where nothing really happens. But I just really liked it. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's Stephen Dorff. I don't really yeah. need any more else reason to watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it if it's him. Isn't it like him at like the chateau? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> that's enough reason. Yeah, it's just like him hanging out with his daughter for like the entire movie. And it's just, it's just, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. This uh, also Pecker kind of reminds me of the comedy of like the Drew Carey show. Oh yeah, like that <laughs> vibe, that like quirky small town was it? That was Cleveland, I think. Uh, the Drew Carey show, I think that's where that was supposed to be in Ohio. Yeah, so it gives that like small town like funny quirk. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I-, I love when he gets super famous and then like goes back home and everyone is like super upset that they've been exploited yeah. in this way. And he's like, I didn't intend, like, I didn't try to do this. Somebody kind of like came in and like took my shit and like thought it was cool. Like, I didn't try to exploit this. And I love how he's just trying to get back to the way life was. Yeah. And everyone around <laughs> him is just like, fuck you, Pecker. Like, it's just really funny. Yeah. And then the fact that like matt has to start stripping now when he was like with these two girls and like making out and like having threesomes in new york and now he comes back and he's like you ruined my career pecker because now he can't like steal anything because everybody knows him all, which is really funny all these horrible things happen the pelt room gets busted um <laughs> um fucking tina gets fired and she goes mr nailbox trade is my life <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love tina she's just like the absolute best and that's when pecker gets this check for like 72 grand i know <laughs> i was like and that's when like uh was it rory she like gives it to him and then she's just like we need to come on let's just be together just once and he's like what and she's like for the art i have to know about like what all of this is and like what you see and as <laughs> shelly's outside the basement door or basement window with like a little disposable camera and she's like waiting and then she sees her like pounce on him and then she like takes a picture and he's like oh, no shelly that's not what this is <laughs> and then she's like it's for the art and that's when she screams i hate modern photography <laughs> and then we get this very prolonged chase scene where like um he um where he where he like throws his camera down and says i want my life back and yeah. um, <laughs> um and he chases shelly and he says i love you more than kodak and um, <laughs> um and then we get this like bonkers scene where like matt gets busted by the guy who owns this the like sub place because he was using the bathroom without buying anything um, yeah. <laughs> i guess that's what he's been reduced to um yeah <laughs> so funny and and then they like both chase shelly into this like yeah voting. a voting center yeah. like it's, it's apparently election day too because then she's just in there voting and they're like do you have um your voting cards and they're like no 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 but i'm registered <laughs> and it's like this scene is like so like bananas just because you know mink stole plays like the voting matron who is like she is had it up to here with your shit you know, I know. So, <laughs> she's definitely kathy from human resources <laughs> for sure if you're in an office she's kathy from human resources absolutely you have to ask that you misplace your scotch tape and put in a new order of scotch tape and a ream of plain paper because she is pissed and she will i would she will take note that this is your third order of scotch tape in the last two months
which doesn't, you know, it just seems, it just seems fishy. It's going to have to be taken out of your check at this point. Mm -hmm. I mean, rules are rules. (laughs) God, I love it. It's so good. And that's when she's like, I don't want to do this. Like, I can't handle this. And art is everywhere. Really? (laughs) It's everywhere? He's like, yes, it's everywhere. It's like, you know, the the grass. And she starts talking about, like, the stains in the laundromat. (laughs) You mean, like, the grass stains in these people's clothes? Yes, yes, everywhere. It's everywhere. I find that really funny and super cute. And then they just kind of, like, he's still taking photos. They blow up. I love how they're on the cover of, like, Paper Magazine. And it's like, art couple of the year. And it's like both of them and she's like that's when they say stain goddess and she's like they said i was a stain goddess <laughs> so good and then he just i love how he like creates his own spot well i mean like where his dad was it's now like pecker's place yeah because i th- think that um rory his art dealer like um got in this huge like huge show at like the whitney which is like something that most people would like die for and they would kill someone yeah like and to have that happen absolutely yeah. And um, he he was like, no, I'm gonna make my own show, and they're and all those fancy New York people are gonna have to come to Baltimore. <laughs> I know, fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Rockin'> Baltimore, <laughs> choke on it, bitches. Or I like how um, Shelly says earlier, shove it, fuckwad, when like it's John Waters on the phone, crank calling her from yeah. the laundromat. <laughs> I find it really funny, like sexually harassing her on the phone. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, <laughs> And then we get this, like, again, this, like, bananas, like, batshit scene of, like, art critics taking the bus and, like, their private limos to Baltimore. And they see row houses just like in just 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 like in the pictures i know so funny and yes the title of this episode is mr nailbox trade is my life (laughs) (laughs) mr nailbox trade is my life i love her um i urge you i urge you to watch how to make it in america on hbo it was a short-lived series it was two seasons in 2010 it was so good gina gershon's in it oh like it's funny it's like a funny half hour show it's like 20 minutes or whatever but yeah she's also in it and she's so funny oh my god she's like so Um, so funny in it i um i don't know i um i i really loved her in the movie parenthood where she where she and keanu reeves play like a I think students are like still in high school, but they elope and get married and they live mm-hmm. in the same house as Diane Weist and Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. That's, well, I think the eighties. Yeah. It's, I, I think it's 89. Yeah. I think so too. Um, and um, I've, um, I haven't seen it by her. She's in this, um, she's really good in this movie called shy people where um, I think it came out in 87 and she plays like a, um, like um, like someone's daughter who's like a has a really severe drug problem, and oh, I've, okay. I've heard she's she's like really really good, and like she got a bunch of like critical acclaim. I think she was nominated for an indie spirit for that movie. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I I haven't seen, but I've heard she's like really good. Um, but I love she, her. I think she's just I think she's just fantastic, and I hope she acts forever and does not stop. So <laughs> I know I love her. She's so good. <laughs> She's in, um, um, what is it that she was in with uh, River? I think it is Running on Empty? Yes, yes. Is that where they met? Is I think so. Or maybe it was The Mosquito Coast. It was one of those movies that they met I, when they were dating. Okay, cool. 
Um, was she, did she ever date Keanu or were they just like friends? I think they were friends. I don't okay. know that they dated. They could okay. have, but I don't know that they dated. Yeah. But Parenthood's on the list. So it was running on empty. Okay. I really want to see that last movie River Phoenix said it's like dark blood. Oh, but I don't know if it was ever like officially released. Cause I think it was like, they were in the middle of shooting it. I think when he died, but I feel like they, like, I think he had shot enough of it. That it technically, because it, it came out, I'm looking on IMDb, it came out in 2012. Oh, really? So it like kind of recently came out, but I, it's like impossible to find. Yeah. There's a trailer, but it's like really, really hard to find. But it, apparently it was supposed to be like really, really good. But I'm going to see if I can find it. That sounds I'm interesting. Really curious. Yeah, I'm really curious on seeing it. And he was also in that movie Dogfight, I want to see with Lily Taylor. Oh yeah, who's in this? Like, there are a lot of movies of his that I want to see. Um, that thing called Love is really good. That's one with Samantha Mathis. Okay. Um, from the nineties, but yeah, I I want to see more of his stuff. But I really like Lily Taylor. She's in a lot. Like, I didn't realize how much she was in. Yeah, no, like, um, I I I guess I sort of just like recognized. Um, she she was one of those people who you saw like as a guest star in like a bunch of like late 90s shows you know like mm-hmm. she um she like um guest starred on like an episode of the x-files um like the 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 original one where she played a blind woman who was like um somehow like uh seeing the murder of like people and she thought she was somehow responsible it's it's, it's really oh wow yeah she's um, been in a lot recently she's in like that new perry mason yeah on uh, hbo and then obviously six feet under is where i first saw her yeah like really actually knew her and now that i go back i'm like oh she's in that too oh and she's in this like she's in high fidelity like i'd seen her i just didn't really like know her yeah like know her name i guess so now i'm like oh wow she was in a lot in the 80s yeah, yeah. Also, Arizona Dream, another movie that's on my list to see. I think it has like a young Johnny Depp mm-hmm. in that oh, one that from good. like eighty or ninety three, something like that. It's another one that's on my list to watch. But yeah, do you have any more notes about Pecker? I do. Um, just some quick notes from the final party. I love. How, <laughs> yeah, I love how t- um, T Bone and like um, I don't know the character's name, but the but the bouncer from oh yeah from the from, the pelt palace from the pelt palace <laughs> the God. pelt palace <laughs> um but I, I love how they how they sneak and dress as men and then she like strips off and she's wearing this like really cool like lock and chain like around her waist um <laughs> and she gives like a really angry lap dance to like this art critic and she says ride it bitch ride it like a butch bottom <laughs> i know <laughs> ride it bitch and um and 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 and, and, the, and the art cr- critic is says new york is never this fun <laughs> i know right <laughs> or new it york is, is, it isn't. new york is never like this um and then <laughs> i love how um there's like a another art critic who's like eyeing the trade and then and then like and then like uh and then like tina says teabag him larry (laughs) and he does and And he does yeah and it's just fantastic and then at the very end this reporter like um says what's next pecker and then he says i'm thinking about directing a movie (laughs) <laughs> i know like literally at the end he just goes i don't know and then looks around and is like i think i'm gonna do a movie it's like yeah we have to at this point <laughs> this is too insane to pass up these people are fucking batshit 
penis story is one that cannot be not shared with everyone. Oh, I need a Tina movie. <laughs> I need a Tina movie. Like, immediately. <laughs> it would make everything so much better. Like, oh, my honestly. God. I love her. I love her so much. <laughs> God. Well, yeah, I mean, do you guys have anything else? No, I think that's it. What about you? I mean, I think I've said everything that I'm going to say about it. I mean, I think I've pretty much said all my notes. Okay. Go on. Don't be afraid of fashion. <laughs> There's just so many. Yeah. I mean, I the whole movie is really funny. It's very, it's a very good intro to John Waters since we yes. haven't done any on the podcast. So it's actually really good. And it's rentable. I forgot to mention. It is readily available like YouTube, Amazon. It's not like one of those impossible things to, to yeah. find. And uh, we will eventually do the crying game. So I have that on the list. And we are going to do Six Feet Under on Patreon. We're doing the first episode because... I mean, I could do a whole six feet under podcast if need be, but <laughs> we're just going to do the first one just to like intro people into the show. Hopefully I can get some of my friends who don't want to watch it into it because it's I don't think it's what people expect. Yeah. So I think hopefully doing the episode on it for Patreon will like get people to watch it because it's really fucking good. I mean, it has to be like the top ten, one of the top 10 best shows of all time. It has to be. I mean, like it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty it's good. Up- and especially if you like Michael C. Hall, a.k.a. Dexter, which most people know him from now, this was the role before Dexter. This is how I knew him. Yeah. So when I saw him as Dexter, I was like, whoa. Yeah. So most people are probably going to say whoa when they see him in this, too, because he's drastically different. I, I personally tried to watch Dexter. I was like, this is too weird. I just can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it all the way through once. I watched the new one that was just on was it blood new blood whatever the fuck that oh right called right. yeah i watched that i liked that i think they brought that season back because the last season was like very bad <laughs> the last like <laughs> two seasons of dexter i'm sorry were just not great they could have ended that in like five seasons and been really really good yeah but it definitely went on too long and i think so many people were pissed about how they ended it so they were like Okay, so he's not dead, <laughs> and <laughs> let's create another season so that we feel like it's closed. Um, and it didn't close the way I personally wanted it to close, but it was okay. Like yeah. it, it, they left it open for a potential spinoff of a spinoff. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> who knows if they'll actually do that? But I just can't wait for Yellow Jackets season two, and we are gonna do Yellow Jackets on Patreon. We should do the first episode maybe on the main feed before we do the whole season, but we will talk the whole season before the second one comes out. So, okay, cool. Yeah. I just don't know when the second one's going to be out, but it's not going to be out soon. But for people asking, we will talk about it before the new one comes out. Cool. So yeah. So we'll have time for that. And then we're going to do Buffy season three, part two coming up in a few weeks on the Patreon. So that is actually happening. We have not forgotten. And uh, yeah, that's, that's it. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.